Oh, it's time. It's time to talk about the most controversial Star Wars film in the MFN saga. The whole shebang. That is The Last Jedi. You are listening to the RNR Pod of Film. I'm your host, Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me is the Sith Master himself, Mr. Cody Repass. How you doing, sir? It's time to get the pitchforks out. Or <laughs> this one's gonna be fun. I'm doing good. Uh, hopefully, I mean, after this review, we both might get shanked. <laughs> oh man, uh, you're. You, it, I mean, who's gonna shank us? Like, you know, is it gonna be the people that hate this movie or the people that really love this movie? I mean, I love. I'm gonna just straight up say it. I love this movie very much. So, you know, all the people who hate this movie is going to come out and stab me in the throat, but it's okay. I have uh, a strong throat and I, I'm like Michael Myers. <laughs> he can't kill me. Yeah, I was telling you just a minute ago uh, off air that this movie made me experience some truly high highs. And then it brought me crashing down to earth a couple times. I, I, man... But this is, I I don't understand the sheer just blind hatred for this movie. There's a lot of stuff that it nailed. I mean, I'm just going to jump right in. Uh, Snoke's death and and the the whole Rey and Kylo team up, that was amazing. I I literally wanted to jump up out of my seat and start clapping. I... You know, at, f- at first I was so shocked because I was so infatuated with that character. Like I had so many theories that it was, you know, it was, it was Plagueis reborn. Even though that's not what Plagueis looks like. Um, I I had all this like, is he like being powered by uh, the Emperor? You know, and that, that might be true. Who knows? You know, like well could be. And I mean, that's a theory that I have. So like, I was so enthralled, and then like when he just dies like that i mean that just shows you who's more powerful or you know and i read the snoke one shot comic that they put out i had to end up buying it it was like three bucks four bucks at my local comic book shop called graham crackers shout out to graham crackers um i read yeah, that I like and graham the, crackers the crackers uh, the crackers are right um <laughs> But uh, it shows, you know, how he was teaching Kylo and then like Kylo just strong as hell. Um, so when that happened, I double team. I was so happy. Uh, I, I thought that was such a badass moment with the with the guards, too, and all the red garb and everything. Just that throne room ruled. I, I, I and, love that. Yeah, throne room. And them teaming up, like helping each other kill uh, the guards one by one. And then the thought of them ruling the galaxy together, my evil brain was all in. This is the, the when I spoke of the highest of highs. This might be uh, next to Rogue One. This is legit the highest of highs of the Star Wars peak for me. And I didn't think it was really going to happen, but in that moment when Kylo Ren pitched it to Rey, my little heart grew. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was so excited. I felt like the Grinch on Christmas, but I, alas, it didn't happen. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. Um, one of my favorite things about this movie is I was going to come out and say it. The chances that it took to be different and to um, try to tell, you know, Ryan Johnson's one of my favorite filmmakers. Um, He's really, really good. He is... Th- 
he can just tell a good story. And I know people hate this movie with their heart of hearts and their entire being, you know, and I, I'm still trying to figure out why. I mean, I have an idea and it's probably because they're stuck in the past of the original trilogy, which is great. It's an amazing trilogy. It's what started it all. And I know people like say that, you know, this this movie alone shits on everything that George Lucas has ever done. But I beg to differ. Um, as filmmakers, you're challenged to do things um, your own way. And when you're signed on to a big, giant budget for a big, giant corporation um, that has, you know, that is paying you lots of money to tell a story, you're going to want to tell the story your way. And you're going to want to stick to it and not deter from what you your vision is, because his vision obviously got him signed and they liked it. And I really, truly believe that because this movie was so different and took risks that it's what made it so special. And as a filmmaker myself, if you don't if you don't take risk and you're playing it safe, your movie's probably not going to be great. Yeah, and most most people just don't like they want safe Star Wars, and this movie I, I think some like a, a lot of the hate it gets is they think it took too many risks. I get that, and I understand, but uh, at the same time. If you play it safe, like it gets predictable and boring. Like predictable and boring would have been Ray is a Skywalker, and Luke is alive throughout the whole thing. Like I'm glad they had the 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 audacity to do what they did. I you know I never laughed and enjoyed a moment so much than when he threw the lightsaber over his shoulder. I was like, this dude <laughs> is so bitter and so over it that he just drew his. His weapon, his his weapon that he built, that it's his, or was it Anakin's? Was it Anakin's uh, lightsaber? It was one of whoever's lightsaber it was. Um, no, it was Luke's. It was Luke. So he just tossed it over his shoulder. It's like, <laughs> you know what? I don't give a damn. I'm over this. I'm just an old man here on this island alone. Not really alone, um, but I'm here with the Porgs and 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 the caretakers and. Um, and, and uh, poor Chewy eating one of the forks. It's one of my favorite scenes ever. Uh, but like, I I loved old man Logan Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so um, I I adored that. I, I I it was so shocking. Like, and I I could feel it in the room that no one knew what to think. But it was such a great moment. And I and I was like, all right, this movie's gonna be really different. And they told us in the trailer, like. Like, you know, the past is the past. We're moving forward, you know? We're going to do this over here. Yeah, they, they weren't lying. Uh, <laughs> I, I am sticking with uh, Luke Skywalker, but it is the actor that played him, and that's Mark Hamill, and the farewell he was able to give to Carrie Fisher at the end of the movie, it was in Star Wars form, but that was Mark Hamill's farewell to Carrie Fisher, not in Star Wars form. I it, agree. It, it was it was just so well done, and especially now when you think about it, that uh, he wasn't really there. He he was using the Force to be there so they could get away. But you could just tell like how much that 
scene meant to him. It was such a great moment. Like, I don't know, man. It was, <laughs> it's bringing tears to my eyes because it's just, you know, when once you know, like, she's gone and everything and, and all that. And, like, it was just what that meant and, like, you know, what he gave her and, 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 uh, just the whole line is like, no one's ever really gone, you know? Yep. Um, yep. Which is great because that's the line that's spoken in the Rise of Skywalker, the first teaser trailer. And we hear old man Sheev do his laugh, which still sends chills down my spine. Um, such a great moment. Yeah, that was a tear up moment for me. I mean, Star Wars makes me cry. I watch the trailer. I'm like, oh, my God, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, I, Mark Hamill is incredible, man. That dude is just on another level. Yep. And then we literally cannot not mention uh, I can never think of her name uh, that sacrifices herself and jumps the ship to light speed and, and just devours uh, one of the First Order ships. Um, uh, I, I can never think of her name. It's um, I know her name, her actress, and Laura Dern. That Laura Dern is the is her real name. Let me look it up. Yeah, I think it's like Ho- Hojo. I but that, I, every time I watch it, I, I that's another one of those stand up and cheer moments. Dude, everyone hates that character, and I still don't understand why. Yeah, she just like shows up or whatever. But like, Vice um, Admiral Holdo. Holdo. Okay, I don't know why I was thinking. Maybe because I was thinking of Kari Ho- Hojo um, there for a minute. I don't know why. I just I like Kari Hojo, but. uh the um, cast in this movie is so good. Oh yeah, yeah. Holy cow! Um, one of my favorite things is the beginning of the movie. You know, um, the 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 Star War in in space. Like we finally get some space action. Um, that was amazing, and uh, um, I love that. You know, um, Rose's sister Paige is just sacrifices herself there and and um, drops those bombs and and. Um, I love that big giant ship. I, I hate that it got <laughs> destroyed so fast, but like, uh, and I love the, 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 the commander of that ship. And like when he, when he knows it's the end, he just like grunts like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, like I'm, yeah, I'm going down with the ship, but it's fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, that is the best part of Rose's character is sadly watching her sister die. I don't understand why everyone hates Rose either, but go ahead, lay it on me. No, I, I don't. It has nothing to do with her. It, that that is one of my main issues with with the film is the material that she's given and the area that they take her and Finn. Like the that whole the whole scene where they go to the oh Canto Bite. Yeah, Canto Bite, the Gambler's Paradise. Uh, it is literally useless besides the giving the ring to the kids. Uh, that is all that that scene is good for. Everything else could be cut uh, and, and just not used. I just didn't care for that storyline uh, of Finn and Rose. Uh, I just that's my, that's my biggest issue with the film is it just seems so forced. And unnecessary, especially when Finn's ready to sacrifice himself and and die at the end, and Rose 
saves his life, and then it, it's like, oh, well, whatever, that, that, that's over with. And yeah. then he's still not interested. <laughs> he still wants Ray. Like, oh yeah, I just I just can't do that storyline. That's that is my one big issue with the film. I I would like to see it about fifteen minutes shorter. But if you cut that uh, whole Canto bite uh, scene, it it is a it's a great Star Wars movie. I actually would probably rank it higher than uh, a lot of movies that are above it. I. Uh, I I would rank it higher than Force Awakens if it didn't have the Gambler's Paradise. Uh, just whatever that that thing is. I I uh, I agree to a point. I like the idea of Canto Bite. I actually read the book and it's really fun. It's really fascinating. Um, I I um. I think it needed to be cut down a little bit. And I also thought um, Benicio's character was wasted. Yeah. With with an actor of his level, I I agree. I, I don't think his character was used properly at all. It, you could you could completely take it out of the film and, and it wouldn't affect it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I really enjoyed this movie, but there is a few things that I could have been like, you know, I would have done this differently if it was if it was up to me. Like, I would have cut a lot of the Canto bite out. I mean, it, if you needed to be there, sure, but it was just way too long, um, and it really slowed the film down for me. Um, uh, another thing that I I'm trying to think of where it is because I just had it in my head now. I'm like trying to think of it. Um, oh, was- I gotta write notes for this man. It. I would blabber about the same thing and then do something different and then go right back to blabbering about that. So I, that's why I have to write my notes. Um, if I don't have my notes, I'm useless. I gotcha. Uh, I'm trying to think. There is one thing that I didn't... There was one thing that just kind of weirded me out, and I'm trying to think of what it was. Um, oh, yeah. The lack of Finn and Poe. That's what it was. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I like. We, when we they, just talked about this in Force Awakens. I like how they um, when they they find each other again, but like that's that's it. Like, yeah, that's really the only moment they have together. Then there's they split up doing their own missions, and, and it, I got it. It that was that was something I just thought of. I'm glad I brought that up. But the, here's what I really wanted to say. Um, I respect that they killed Phasma off, but I feel like Phasma was such a wasted character, wasted opportunity to bang yep. off of a cool looking character. Gwendolyn Christie's awesome actress. She was had presence and the book that they wrote about her, the Phasma book was fantastic. And there was so much more to offer. I really was hoping that we would have got that scene in the third film where Finn overcomes her. But they did it. It was cool. I like that, you know, what they did, what they did. And I like how they broke the mask and um, all that good stuff. But other than that, like, I was just sad that they, they killed her off so fast like that. But it is what it is. They took a risk. And I respect the hell out of it at the end of the day. Yep, that was that. That's another one of my small gripes is is the uh, handling of that character. I like you. I, I wish that was a uh, Rise of Skywalker moment, but uh, they are hell bent on keeping Finn strong, like having him look 
like a badass and just he he had to handle his demon. Man, that is a lot of wrestling analogies there. Yeah, that's what happens. We're not even we're not even intended. Dude, if I so when I used to do songs for in a moment, um that podcast which uh I miss doing, um it would always sneak up in there too. I, I would talk about a band and how they're like, you know, they're how they get over with the crowd. And I would always use wrestling terminology. It always shows up. And like, I only watch one company now and like, I don't really watch anything else. So it's, and it still finds its way. Once a wrestling fan, always a wrestling fan. Yep. Yeah. It never goes away. Um, do you have any other, uh, negatives or anything else to say about the last Jedi? I don't, I, I have said just about all that I need to say. Oh man. So you know what time it is, right? It is time for the rise of Skywalker. I hope I, I'm crossing my fingers, my toes, and my beard hair that this movie's good. Yeah, I'm really hoping they stick the landing. So here's the question to end the show. I want three predictions. So what are they? Well, first, I'm going to say my rating for The Last Jedi is a 3.5. Like I said, they they missed a couple things that could have elevated this into the four, maybe even higher category. Three predictions for The Rise of Skywalker. One, Kylo Ren returns to the light. Two, I don't know. I'm trying to think. (laughs) You caught me off guard. I want so bad to say that Ray turns. But that is just too obvious, and with the trailer where it showed her, that has to be a dream sequence. If they give that away in a trailer and it happens, I I'll, I'll, I don't know what I'll do. I'll be so pissed off. Uh, <laughs> so she can, she cannot turn to the dark side. Uh, Kylo Ren will return to the light. Finn will die. And mm, what's the last one? What can what can the last one be? I want to do something with Palpatine, but I don't. I don't think he's going to be that big in the movie. Okay. I think he's just going to be a voice. Um, like they hear. I don't think he's physically going to be alive. I okay. So here's my thing. Um, my three. Um, I think we. I think Palpatine was controlling Snoke the whole time. Uh, yeah, I could 100% see that being a thing. I think Palpatine survived the crash or survived the thing because he is a, remember, he was taught by, you know who? Yep. Darth Plagueis the Wise. One of the greatest stories of all time. <laughs> um, so I think he learned he, he learned the way to cheat death. I don't think that was just a, a flex to, to get to get Anakin on his side, which it might have been, but I don't think so. I think he used it as as bait, but he truly knows how to do it. And uh, I think we see Force Ghost Anakin, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go crazy. And a bonus, and a bonus, no one dies. No one dies. See, oh, no, 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 no. Here we go. Here we go. You know, one person dies, and it's none of the, th- the main three. It's 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 Kylo. Kylo dies. No way. K- Kylo dies, saving 
Ray from Palpatine. That's where I'm going. Ooh, I, I would be cool with that. I'd be okay with that. Uh, bonus for me, Ray is Han's daughter. Okay. That's that, and that's gonna tie into your bonus because Ray's Han's daughter, and that's how you find out who her parents is or are because uh, Kylo Ren saves her from Palpatine and tells her the truth. Okay. Not like what he said in this movie that I forgot as one of uh, the things I wanted to bring up. Ray's parents are, are not drunks, and they were not junk traders. That was such a throwaway line. That cannot be true. So, oh, it was just I, a line to, just to distract her, like to kind of just like, yeah. hey, you know, you don't worry about them. Worry about us, you know, like, you know. But, geez, like, you would think the world was ending because people were like, oh, her parents are useless. No, she's not. And it's like, no, that that is a useless line that exactly what you were saying is it was meant to distract her. Uh, oh, man. that I, If that happens, if he dies protecting her and he tells her that they're family, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I will be so hyped. All right. Well, what do you uh, you gave this movie a 3.5? I did. I'm giving it a 4. I love the movie a lot, and um, I'm... I'm I'm on my way, man. We're we're ready to do this, and uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, we will sit down and we will watch the Rise of Skywalker. We uh, have made it. We have made it. Remember when we did this for Halloween? This feels like thirty times bigger. It really does. That <laughs> the saga will end. I will cry. I don't even know how to feel right now. I mean, this has been a marathon. A true marathon. We reached the end. We have reached the end. Now we get to now we get the gold at the end of the rainbow. We get to find out how they are going to end the saga. Please, for the love of God, don't ruin it. Please, I'm begging you. I just hope that I like it. I uh, I'm glad that they brought JJ back. Um, Colin Trevorrow or Trevorrow, I forget it. Tavaro, I think Colin Tavaro, the guy who did uh, the the Jurassic World movies, great filmmaker. There is probably a reason why they let him go. Creative differences or whatever. I'm excited to see if they bring anything from his uh, his script um, over to what they're doing here. And like, I, I can't wait to hear the stories after this is like when this when this comes out in blue. I always buy the physical copies of Star Wars, the making of and. And all this, you know, of the, I hope they do this like giant, tri- like giant, like uh, a thing uh, where they, um, they, they talk about all the Star Wars. So um, my man was a part of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And he was like, I, I'm a head out. Like, <laughs> that, <laughs> that movie, movie sucked. is bad. <laughs> yeah, that movie blew. I went to the theaters and watched that. There was like times, like 10 times I wanted to get up and leave. But I was like, nah, man, that's, that's blue. Yeah, it's blue, but yeah. hey, I, I like blue. And then I was like, ah, oh, well, I hate everything else about this movie. Like, how do you make me like not care for Chris Pratt? They did it. Now they got a new movie coming out, and they're bringing all the old characters back because ain't nobody want to go see it. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. I'm excited. Yeah, we can't talk. That. We can't talk about Fallen Kingdom. I am excited for Rise of Skywalker, though. Let's get me back in the good mood. All right. Well, that is all the time we have. It. You know where to find us. You've been listening to us. Um, but if you haven't, 
And uh, you want to know where to find us? Our uh, Twitter slash or Twitter dot com slash R and R Pod Film. Um, also, uh, Patreon dot com slash R R uh, Film Pod, um, where you can uh, sign up for just little as one dollar to get all the goodies that we're going to be having. Um, you know, all the exclusive stuff, all the all the chats. Uh, next year is going to be a great year for us, and you know I'm glad we got to do this trilogy, man. It's been fun talking Star Wars with you, and uh, um, hopefully very soon. Obviously, we we do have the Mandalorian, plus you know all the good stuff that's coming with Disney Plus. But I really hope we get another Star Wars movie soon because if Marvel's already coming out of the bat with something already, please just give me some more Star Wars because that's what I love. And we have Christmas. Christmas is right around the corner. It's literally like next week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite time of the year. I always go to the mall and pick like seven angel trees, uh, and I, I always I, Christmas is the time I always give back and try to get good karma for the year. But also, every kid should have something to open on Christmas. It's just. No, no kid should not, or no kid should have to wake up on Christmas without something to open. That's just no, that's not going to happen. Agreed, agreed, man, agreed. You're here to that, buddy. Um, well, that is all the time we have for today. I'm Glenn Rodriguez, and I'm Cody Repass. And you've been listening to the Star Wars Marathon. We have one more to go because we're going to be talking Rise of Skywalker. So look out for that. But until then, may the force be with you. Always. Give me such a beans.